Good afternoon. You're on the trail 103.3 KDTRFM and HD1 Florence, Missoula. Locally owned, locally operated by the Missoula Broadcasting Company. I'm Alanya. Thank you so much for joining me on this beautiful Thursday afternoon. Sun is shining and uh, weekend is just around the corner. We are in the heart of the Big Sky Documentary Film Festival, the 16th annual and just been so excited about uh, being able to talk with filmmakers from all around the world. It is the Trail Lunchbox, and I want to give a big thank you to my sponsors over at The Trough, which is an excellent place to have breakfast, lunch, or dinner. And on the weekends, they serve brunch. That's The Trough in the Target Range area at 2106 Clemens Road. So this year at the Big Sky Documentary Film Festival, films from all around the world. Earlier today, we talked with uh, Cynthia, who is a Montana-based filmmaker, and and um, her film, I'm Still Here, is showing this afternoon at, at the Wilma as part of a shorts block. And then later tonight at the Elks Lodge, it is uh, a really exciting film called Welcome to Harmonsworth. And I am joined by two filmmakers who came a very long distance to be with us here at the Big Sky Documentary Film Festival, Felix and Toby how are you guys doing? Yeah, good. Yeah, good. good. Welcome. So we were talking a little bit earlier in the uh, in the lobby. This is the coldest place you've ever been. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So why don't you tell us where you're from and how you're feeling about being in the coldest place <laughs> you've ever been? Well, I'm from London. Um, we both are. Well, actually, he's from the West Midlands. But um, yeah, my mum and dad gave me like special... <laughs> Long johns and this like little waistcoat. Oh, this nice. cold weather, yeah. They were worried I was going to freeze to death. <laughs> well, you can let them know that hopefully it worked out. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you guys are both from London. Uh, you met well, actually, there in college. I'm from the West Midlands. I was born in the in like outside Birmingham. Um, it, it is a bit colder there, but not as cold as this. I had to get a new coat too. But we now both now both live in London, which is actually where the film was shot. Um, uh, the film was shot in like the, the southwest corner of the city um, by Heathrow Airport, and we live both in the northeast. So, um, yeah. yeah. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the film? Uh, so the film's about this village in suburban London um, called Harmonsworth, which is home to Europe's largest immigration detention centre, but is also home to some of the oldest buildings um, in the country, home to the oldest barn in the country, 12th century barn. Wow. Uh, and the film uh, explores the kind of juxtaposition of these two parts of English culture by following an observational, in an observational fashion, um, uh, a group of old age pensioners uh, on a guided tour around the English heritage sites um, and interweaves this with the story of a first generation Pakistani immigrant who was detained at the centre for 58 days after having been in the country for eight years indulging his love of English churches. How did you guys uh, come up with the idea to to make this film about this area? Well, I was volunteering for a charity where they arranged for you to kind of visit people in the detention center every couple of weeks. So I was going, taking the train to the end of the line and going there every couple of weeks and meeting with people who were detained because they haven't got the right papers or stuff like that. And um, I started to walk around the local area around the detention center and got kind of interested in what the people there thought about it and how kind of um, what the relationship was between the town and the and the detention centre, which looks like a massive, horrible prison kind of ringed by barbed wire. And so I went back to Toby and I told him that this village had this really kind of strange atmosphere um, around this detention centre. And he was like, why don't we make a film about it? Yeah. 
Um, so obviously we're pretty unfamiliar, or at least I am very unfamiliar with this area. Yeah. Um, is there any other kind of attractions in in this area that people would go to, or is this kind of the big thing the that happens? <laughs> yeah, okay. so the point is that, that this is in part of the square mile north of Heathrow Airport. Okay. Um, and what's interesting about this part of the, the, I guess, the area is that north of there you have Hayes and Harlington, just north of the M4. That's been very it's developed. It's a motorway. It's like the version of English version of an interstate. Um, whereas this square mile south, because of the expansion of Heathrow Airport, you know, sequentially over time, I think there's a kind of tacit understanding in the local area that maybe that part of the cut, like the area, will be demolished one day or another. Which has meant that it doesn't have a GP's office. It's been kind of forgotten a little bit because a lot of people in the council think it might just vanish sometime, so no one wants to build anything. And that means that that area has an enormous draw because of the airport. Lots of people move there to work from all over the world, to be honest. Um, but it's also a very small, picturesque English village. So what you have is this kind of collision of a very archetypal, beautiful chocolate box village with kind of economic forces and social forces kind of from all over the world. Is it a pretty active detention center? I mean, I, it, Heathrow Airport is one of the biggest airports in the world. Yeah. Um, so I can imagine with the thousands and thousands of travelers they come through there that there's often people that forgot their passport or something. Is it well, pretty that's, active? That's actually the interesting thing about um, immigration detention in the UK. It was It's next to the airport because it was originally built to um, house people who had didn't have arrived with the wrong papers. But the way politics has gone in the UK over the last 10 or 15 years means that actually it mostly holds people who have been picked up around the country and they're transported there. And then half half the people there are deported and half people are released basically on average every year. So it's become um, because of the kind of like border regime and this expanding like border force politics in the UK. It's become a... We know nothing about border politics. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> God, there's a movie. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. Um, were yeah. they pretty open about having you guys come in and so find some details? We worked with a friend of mine who I interviewed for an article about immigration detention two years ago. He, he, who'd spent 50 days there. We didn't film inside the detention center. They don't let anyone do that. And... Um, which is unfortunate because the the visitor center, the whole interior of it is really disturbing and weird, hmm. as you would expect. I was but, just going to ask, yeah, yeah, if, yeah, if you guys were able to walk through it. I've only been there with the charity visiting, you know, okay. years ago. But yeah, we didn't. We like, there's no chance to film in there. There have been expose films that have been made, kind of investigative okay. pieces where people film secretly and have large legal teams behind them. But I guess also our interest in making the film. There have been other films that have been made from that perspective. Other films that have been made about immigration detention. And I guess the thing that was interesting for me about this detention centre was that Felix was trying to speak to people about it, but instead of wanting to talk about the detention centre, they wanted to talk about this kind of the, the big kind of empty buildings that were being going to be destroyed, maybe. Um, so I guess our, the aim for the film wasn't so much to make a, a film about what it's like to be inside there. It was about to explore the relationship between these two spaces that are purposefully kept apart from one another mm. and try and tease out some of the parallels, maybe, between the conservation of buildings and the, the management uh, of a demographic population through the border regime. I'm speaking with Felix and Toby, two filmmakers. Uh, their film tonight is showing at the Elks at 5 o'clock. It's called Welcome to Hammondsworth. Harmonsworth. <laughs> yeah.
Yeah, I almost you got it. You and got you it. were saying earlier that there was a different pronunciation yeah, for yeah. a period of time. Back in the back in the probably around the twelfth century, thirteenth century. That's what I was yeah. thinking. Up, I was up to like the eighteenth century. I think people called it Harmsworth, but yeah, that's oh yeah, yeah that's what I, I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, times, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, future projects you guys working on it together at all? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we're not working on them together. Felix yeah. has been working on, I'll let him explain it, but I mean, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm working on about five or six things at the moment, developing a whole bunch of projects um, uh, about a whole range of things. At the moment, the most interesting one, I think, is a project that I'm working on about um, a village that's situated between the three largest American air bases um, in the UK, where you have an, probably the highest density of Americans living in the UK in this little picturesque town in Suffolk. Mm. Yeah, and we should really say also the um, Amir, who we worked with in the film, who was in immigration detention, uh, he got out, he got refugee status. Okay. And after a couple of rough years, he's now started a really cool coffee company, which tries to get refugees running coffee stalls in co-working spaces, uh, which everyone should add on Instagram if they get a chance. <laughs> Haven <laughs> Coffee. Haven underscore coffee, yeah. So look that up. That's Amir's new business. Welcome to Harmonsworth. It is showing tonight at the Elks Lodge at 5 o'clock as part of a shorts block. And once again, thank you to Felix and Toby for stopping by. Can people follow you guys on Instagram, social media, website? Yeah, definitely look us up. We haven't got an Instagram so, for I mean, the film I mean, yet, my Instagram is um, at bulltobybull. Felix is... is... So, so, my name is too long and difficult. Just look <laughs> up Toby. You'll find me from there. <laughs> We're the Trail 1833, happy to sponsor the 16th annual Big Sky Documentary Film Festival. These interviews made possible by Farmer State Bank and Northwest Plastic Surgery. Again, the film is Welcome to Harmonsworth tonight, 5 o'clock at the Elks Lodge. Thanks very much.